Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 197. And today, back for the second time, Ivan from Stars Power Plates. Hey, Frank, how you doing? What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good, man. How you been? Great, bro. Last time we talked to you was uh, episode 132, man, back was, in January. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was a different different time. Yeah. Different <laughs> world. different world. <laughs> a we lot lived, has changed. It has, man. That's why I wanted to touch base with you on uh, on everything. So before we get ahead, can you just give everybody who didn't listen to the last episode a quick update on who you are and what you do? Um, my name's Ivan. I have a meal prep service, Stars Power Plates, provides uh, meals for people that you know, looking to lose weight, don't have time to cook their own meals, and just trying to live a healthier life. Yeah, hell yeah, man. And it's definitely helped out because since the last time that uh, we did the podcast, I jumped on. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how long it's been. It's probably been at least like four months yeah, or so, right? something like that. Yeah, it's dude. Been a while. I love it, man. You know, I've always wanted to do meal prep, not really for like the the losing weight aspect of it yeah more of the convenience of it and i i don't think that a lot of people really um understand that part of it because when you hear meal prep you think like okay somebody that's going to the gym yeah somebody that's trying to eat healthy and lose weight but they never really uh harp on the uh the benefit that it brings to like entrepreneurs and people that are just always on the run and always busy dude taking that aspect out of my life like trying to decide what to have for lunch doesn't seem like a big problem but it really is you know and then when you start taking in the the time of going to get the food, figuring out what you're going to eat, coming Cleaning. back and eating it. And then it's not even clean food. Like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? So once I jumped on with uh, with you guys, man, it's made life so much easier. Good. I'm glad, man. That's what I try to focus on is like we all know it's healthy food, like the things I do. But it's more the convenience of it because it's one less thing to worry about, especially people, you know, entrepreneurs or people that are really busy. Yeah. And have a full schedule. Oh, what am I going to have for lunch? Or maybe they go the whole day without eating and that's not productive at all. Yeah. You get drained out by the end of the day. And it's just like, and if you have it there and you just microwave it, yeah. you can keep going and makes, you know, fuel the machine. To keep yeah, going. no, definitely. And you think about your body as a machine, it definitely helps out a lot, especially the, uh, the parfaits as well. Yeah. You know, I'm a kind of person that doesn't eat breakfast. So um, when I ended up getting on the, uh, the the meal prep, it helped out with my cravings throughout the entire day. Yeah. So I don't just gorge when it's dinner time because I've starved myself, you day. know, throughout the day. Yeah. And uh, it helps out a lot. But um, so everybody that didn't listen to the last episode, uh, I kind of want to give them a little brief on that. So let us know what the reasoning was that you wanted to make this journey um, in starting this business and a healthier lifestyle. So it all started when I wanted to lose weight originally. I was four 400 plus pounds. Mm-hmm. So I never really went. Once I said, once I hit 405, I said, I don't want to see the I don't want to look no yeah. more. And um, I just started making healthier food for myself and just learning yeah what's good what's not good when to eat when not to eat and um kept doing that for a while and eventually people asked me like, hey dude what are you losing to lose weight or what are you doing to lose yeah. weight and i told me i'm just eating this every three hours i eat food this is what i'm eating mm-hmm. and they're like well can you make that for me mm. and it just went from there started put a little menu out and they started ordering and it hasn't stopped since then but it was all just i love it trying to be better eat healthier yeah 
just not feeling like crap. So the last time that you weighed yourself um, north of 400, what what year was that? That was 2010. Uh-huh. Something like that. I think 2010, 2011. I forgot the year, but I think it's 2010 was when I really made the change. Got to you. Want to drop the weight. So how what are you at, at right now? Like what do you just right stand now, at? Well, I'm not happy about it, but right now I'm at 294. Got you. Which is not bad, but when we did the podcast in January, I was at 280. Okay, so, so 14 over. I hopped up. This quarantine got me kind of messed up. Yeah. Fell off. But no, definitely, man. You know, I, I can I can totally understand that. It's just messed up everybody's year, you know, and their their um their schedule and what they're just used to doing. Yeah. You know, the routine, it's definitely threw everybody through a loop. And, you know, when your routine gets messed up, that causes a domino effect and it, it could affect so many aspects of your life. A lot, man. Like mentally too i was just out of it like it was kind of rough yeah especially because business slowed down yeah so it's just like what the heck is going on man and yeah i feel you so let's go ahead and jump into it dude um when the uh when the quarantine happened when covid started uh ramping up what effects did you see it have on the business itself um effects first of all ordering people stopped slowing down Mm -hmm. or slowed down our orders which I kind of knew that was going to happen. Gotcha. But then it was hard to find meat, mm. chicken, steak, yeah. fish, everything. Rice. It was like there was no rice anywhere, no beans. Yeah. A lot of the places, Sam's Club, Costco. Luckily, I found um, I have produce distributors and they have some other stuff that I needed and they were able to get it for me. But it was rough for a little bit trying to find I'm making several trips to the store because yeah. there's limits on things. And I need 15 of this, and the limit's five. Whoa. Uh, I'll yeah. get back three more times so I can get 15. And so it was rough. And I and luckily now things are better. But the first March, April, May mm-hmm. were pretty rough. And then the orders were also low. So Yeah, I feel you, man. Now, is this the first uh, sort of hardship that you felt with the business? Yes, first time. And, you know, I kind of always thought, like, oh, this is a little too easy. Like, I'm not struggling. <laughs> yeah. And then this happened, and I was like, oh, okay, you wanted to struggle, bro? I feel that about life, bro. <laughs> I feel like the other shoe's about to drop sometime, and it's yeah. just going to be like, boop, you're back to Best Buy. <laughs> it feels you know? like, dude. And I was talking to guys from my old job, too, and I was, how's it going with you guys? Not good either. So, yeah. So, um, th- is this your full time job? Yeah. When did that happen? Um, the end of 2018 going into 19. Gotcha. So January. Okay, cool. So, you're probably rocking for, you know, at least a year or so, um, self employed and just everything's yeah, going great. It was going yeah. great. And then, you know, but luckily, bounce back yeah and just i just kept working kept grinding at it every day like if my orders are low you know it's all good it's gonna you know it's gonna fix itself later it's just we're all everybody especially you know stop yeah. they want to spend their money they don't want to get themselves you know in any danger maybe getting sick or something they you know it was but. Yeah. Did you have any concerns with that as far as, you know, since you're the one that's preparing the food and it's going out, were you even concerned about maybe somebody getting it and them getting sick and you know trying to blame you? Yeah, that was um, one of the things I worried about in the beginning. 
But luckily, you know, once we started going, they realized that it isn't spread through the food. We had all our proper, you know, protection when we were cooking the food. Yeah. And going into it. So I wasn't too worried about it, but yeah. I was a little just like, especially getting stuff from the produce. Because now I bring it home from the store and it's got to get cleaned too. Like the packaging, whatever it's in. Yeah. It can't just bring all that dirty stuff into the kitchen, you know. So it was it was a little rough, especially you know, yeah. not being able to find all the stuff that we need to clean. But luckily now, yeah. Things. Now, since you're on the uh, the other side of the struggles, and uh, you know, we went to we went to the facility yesterday, yeah. and um, fridge is packed. You know, every time that we go to pick up, there's always cars stopping yeah. by and picking up. So it seems like things are back to business. Yeah, things back. Um, how does that make you feel about struggles? Do you feel a lot more confident? Yeah. I really, for a while, I thought like, all right, you know, this was probably not going to get any better. So, but just kept working and working and working and focused on that and just realized, you know, yeah, if I can get through this, which was, I mean, granted, it's not the end of them, you know, but yeah, it was a big thing for a lot of people and it affected a lot. Yeah. So if I can make it through this, I'm pretty sure I can make it through whatever hardship. I think anybody that makes it out of 2020 with some positive outlook on it is stronger than they were in January because um, everybody's getting hit. It's not just the food industry. It's not just, you know, gyms or whatever. It's everybody. And it's such weird pockets of of people that are being affected. And then there's other weird pockets like we're in in the automotive the automotive industry that is just thriving right now. So it really depends. And and then even so, you know, uh, Christian, he's been looking for a boogie board because he had like a cheap one that just the, the styrofoam that breaks really easy. Yeah. So he wanted a, a good one sold out everywhere. Boogie boards are sold out. And you think about it in the boogie board industry, they probably know how much they're going to make throughout the year. And the only thing that really changes is, you know, the weather, maybe a longer summer or shorter bad weather, but I'm sure that doesn't affect sales that drastically. But when it comes to a point where, yo, nobody even has to go to work anymore and you live in California, you're going to be at the beach, Yeah, you know? So I'm sure they're thriving right now too. um, When all this happened and the gyms closed down. Yeah. Um, gym was closed and i still needed to kind of stay on my diet and my cardio and everything so i was looking for a bike mm, so i could start yeah. you know, going bike riding putting some miles in and everywhere was sold down i was like what like, yeah everybody was buying bikes because nobody's got nothing to do yeah free time so go for bike rides and all the stores i went to were sold out luckily i was able to order something and i got a bike from trek down the road oh sick and it just took you know that the only, only model they had for a decent price and it's just like they had a lot of the stuff that's expensive got you okay i was just gonna ask like, that the my bike was the cheapest one that i found it was like 800 bucks yeah everything above that they had in stock but n- uh, below a thousand dollars there's not there wasn't nothing in their stock which got is like, you I, I never even knew bikes cost that much <laughs> yeah yeah the one that i have it was from walmart probably like a 100 bucks if that but i mean as long as you're not doing any crazy activities with it just riding around yeah. you're straight with a hundred dollar bike definitely uh so how often do you ride um not as often as i want to now yeah but earlier in the quarantine i was i was going uh every twice a week every other week um going to the mountains with my buddies and then more a lot more just cruising around town yeah putting in miles around town because out there like i don't have a helmet uh-huh. and so i don't want to crack my head open on something and so yeah. i hit some trails but like nothing 
out of hand. Yeah, you know what I've been thinking, dude, that I, I want to get a helmet um, just because of the safety aspect yeah. of it. You hear a lot of times that people are getting killed on bicycles just around town. Yeah. Just and, when, I, right, when I got my bike, there was an accident down the street from my house. Some guy got hit by a car and they killed. It was an older man on the bike mm-hmm. and he got hit by a car and he died. And I was really? Like, Dude, that's horrible. Yeah, that's sad, man. But what I've been thinking lately since everybody's getting into the, the like riding bikes, I would love to set up like a, a, a weekly night kind of meet. Yeah. You know, uh, back in the day, you're talking maybe like 2009 ish or so. We had a, um, a little bike crew that we would meet up at uh, Del Taco in Camarillo. Oh, no we would all meet there with our cars, take our bikes out, leave the cars there. And then we would go right up to Spanish Hills. Okay. So we ride up there and then there's a, a point that you get to, which is like the top. And we would all just line up and then we would go, bro, and just mob down that the hill. hill. It was yeah. so fun, I man. did it the other day with my buddy. The yeah. hills, you <laughs> yeah. get some speed going down that thing, man. It's rough getting up. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. That's the reward. Yeah, that's the reward. You know, you um, you work hard on something, and then you get the reward yeah, at exactly. the end. So speaking of rewards, man, um, you're doing two-a-days now? Yeah. Damn, how's that? It's good. Yeah? I was, you know, slacked for all that other time, so I had to make up. I just, I feel better when I get my two workouts in. Yeah. Because it clears my mind. It's my more of my therapy. Like, mm-hmm. then I really do it more for me than for weight loss or whatever. Really? It's my hobby. Like, I like, I, I like spending my time at the gym. Like, to me, that's fun. That's yeah. That's my, like, thing to do is, it's entertainment. Like, it's fun being able to lift a bunch of weight off the ground and get your cardio in like it feels good it's not all i'm about but it's my thing that lets me escape and feel a lot better got you without it it's rough bro really yeah especially having a lot of energy sometimes it's i need something to do i need something to burn all this energy off Mm -hmm. It, it gets rough so what kind of things will you will you face if you don't end up going to the gym um just a lot of anxiety yeah and stress because i got Especially, you know, being an entrepreneur, having your own business, it's stressful as it, it is, you know? Yeah. And then not being able to take it out somewhere where I need to, um, it was it was really rough. And it's that's just, I've gone to the gym ever since 2010, every day or at least five times a week. Yeah. So it's just something that I've always been used to. And it was kind of weird not being able to go, like, okay, well... Now what? <laughs> do you saw you saw that have an effect on your mental health? I think it did. Yeah, a lot. Like, I'm first of all, I kind of like gave up on my diet. Mm-hmm. Kind of gave up on a lot of things. I was just like, dude, this is sucks. Like, what? It it doesn't give me anything really to look forward to. You know, besides my work. Like, yeah, I was just kind of like, dude, this sucks. I need. I like that. It's my getaway. It's my place where I feel fun. You, you know, entertainment, and couldn't go and think that like had an effect on me but i'm pretty sure it had an effect on a lot of other people like there's a lot of people that that's their highlight of the day is they look forward to the gym yeah and they look forward to the people at the gym too because it's i mean it's the gym but it's also the vibe at the gym yeah just the people that you always see your friends they work out all the time like people that are on the same like same mindset as you so it kind of sucks to not be able to be there now luckily some some gyms are open yeah you know what's the benefit of that um is just being able to realize what the issue is that you're having and being able to to actually pinpoint it and to know 
what it is you're having your anxiety you know and then you have like a solution for it but i remember back in the day like i didn't even know what it was i didn't know what to call it i didn't know why i felt like that i just knew that yo i'm not in a good mood today you know yeah and um I still feel like that to this day, shoot, maybe, you know, once a week or so, maybe even a, a few times of the week. Yeah. But now I know what it is. And it's like just thinking so much about so many things. My mind is just racing nonstop. Yeah. And it's hard to just slow that down. And um, yeah, you're right, man. When you go to the gym or when you do some activities, definitely helps you know get that out of your system yeah because it gets overwhelming like stressing out about things and it's like dude i can't i don't i need somewhere to drain it and yeah you know that has a lot to do with your productivity the way you feel inside in your head is if you don't feel good mentally you're probably not going to do the best throughout the day so i try to keep it positive especially you know a lot better now yeah i was kind of struggling for a few months it was pretty like my like i would not call i don't know if i call it depression or whatever but yeah I was just bummed out like with all this stuff and it's just like damn, dude. it was getting to me but i'm like man it's what i make of it not what it makes of me like yeah i gotta be able to get past this it's just a phase everyone's yeah. going through it it's not just me you know yeah it was hard to deal with but do you have people that you you talk to about things like that or did you just do deal with it yourself um i tend to deal with it myself a lot I do have a couple of friends, my homie Simon. Mm -hmm. um, I can always hit him up, and he's he's always there for these little pep talks. Like, but it's funny because he always knows when I need it. Like randomly, he'll just call me, "Hey, bro, what's up? I'm just tapping in, see how you been." Yeah, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, I needed somebody to talk to, so thanks for calling, man." Um, there's a few people that checked in. Um, my homie Angel, because he's got his own business too, mm -hmm. so we're able to relate on on some stuff on the amount of work. We're different industries, but it we're able to like hey bro i'm stressing out about this he's like all right me too man like and it makes me like oh, okay i'm not the only one that's worried about this right now yeah there's other people that are worried so it helps to talk to them yeah but usually i just keep it inside and let it blow up one day and <laughs> i'm trying to get past that. yeah no i feel you dude it's hard you know and especially if you're coming from like a, a business owner and you have a successful business um and then you try to talk to somebody about these problems and you know they just work a regular nine to five and they would love to be in your position yeah or they think they, they would, would love, love to, to be in your position so it really feels like you're complaining but everybody has the right to come not i don't know if you want to even call it complain but just voice their concerns yeah. about how they feel just doesn't mean that just because someone's a business owner that okay well you deserve to feel like that yeah. you know it's everything is hard we're just on different levels we're in in different paths but the stress that you're feeling from your boss having you make this making you do this task before the weekend starts you know i have those same sort of feelings but it's a different thing yeah you know and i i think that a lot of people really justify the struggles that business owners and entrepreneurs go through uh with well you're making money you know and at the end of the day you're like uh, yeah i am but i still feel like this yeah so what do i do and it, it's rough because that's true like people think oh well you have your own business like it's not stressful at all like what <laughs> that's all it's all nothing but stress bro <laughs> like yeah it, it's got its reward but it's really stressful yeah you know, there's a lot of things because 
yeah, like some people they go to work, they they just go to work because their work's already there for them. Well, we're the one that makes our work. So if we're not on it, there's no work. Coming <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to do. So it's just like, it's pretty stressful, you know? Yeah. Those are the things I miss about having just a regular nine to five is that on the weekend, Checking when you out. clock out, you're done, yep. you know, but then on the flip side, everything that you weren't able to get done in those five days, now you got to cram them into two days along with having some fun, Yeah, you know? So it's just, it's just a never ending cycle. And I would never, ever go back, dude. Yeah, no. I was actually talking to, to my wife uh, about this yesterday. And we're just talking about, you know, past experiences with bosses and things like that. And I could just never have somebody telling me what to do. You know, I could yeah. work with somebody in a team, just like my guys will work together. I never want them to look at me as a boss. Yeah. I want them to look at me as like the one who's has the vision of where we're going to go. And we all need to collectively work, work towards together. that. But like having, having a boss telling me watch me scoot it over having a boss yeah um telling you uh what to do and like scolding you and things like that that's not right dude and that doesn't do anything for you know your mental health as yeah. as an employee it doesn't because if if your boss is a dick and you get to work you're not in the best mood to get yeah. to be working you know so it but and then you take that back to people who have nothing to even do with that, your family. Yeah. You know, you get home and you're upset. You know, I used to go through those things with uh, with Ashley and not that she would take it out on me, but she would get home and she would be just, you know, beat from being out all day. Yeah. She would be up from six in the morning. She'll get home at seven at night. And I'm like, oh, let's, let's play. Let's have fun. Yeah. You know, and she's just, I'm tapped out. And there would be a three or four hour window where she would have time to herself and that would be it yeah three or four hours that's enough time for us to eat together for her to shower up for her to do anything so sometimes she was just like yeah i don't want to do anything and it's just that was kind of my motivation to be like you know what i don't want you to have to work this hard yeah because there's there's no reason you know i can't be preaching this all day on social media on the podcast yeah and then my wife's living a certain way Definitely. so um yeah good thing that she's uh she's out of that situation now and it's awesome man i feel like if you're not um if you're not a business owner and you don't have your own schedule you kind of really don't know what it's like to have a, a true sense of freedom yeah and you don't know what it's like to um to understand what that freedom costs you you know yeah definitely because before you know i never really thought like oh you could just do what you want like now yeah i could work all day and then tomorrow we can have some fun yeah like, it's not work 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 i mean yeah it is but there's days where you can have fun and you know enjoy yeah. yourself yeah definitely man an important part of buying honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably you're spending a lot of money and you spent a lot of time researching your build the last thing that you may want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again and worse yet never see parts with heel toe automotive an 18 year history track record is part of the deal Heeltoe brings you deep industry connects, professional parts recommendations, alternative ideas when your parts aren't available, and will even contact you if something on your order looks out of ordinary before it ships. 
Hilto's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure you get them in the time for your project plans. You can buy parts online anywhere, but Hilto knows what truly matters to an enthusiast. Professionalism, swiftness, and accuracy. Hilto is in your corner. Visit HiltoAuto.com or you can call or text at 949-295-1668. And make sure you check them out on Instagram at Heeltoe Automotive. You know, uh, you sent me a message the other day. I really forgot what the subject was, but it was it was something about the subject about mental health wise. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you: Do you ever feel like in your head that you're still the old Ivan from pre two thousand ten? There is a lot of times where I do feel that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I didn't know if anyone else did that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I always think of myself as still, you know, back then. And it's kind of hard, like, because I don't want to think about it, but it just finds its little creep and it creeps in. Yeah. And it, you know, it hangs around for a little while. It's like, dude, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. But it happens. It does. Yeah, dude, that's definitely hard, especially from somebody that that's changed their life so dramatically, you know, like yourself. And then even just becoming a, a business owner, coming or becoming one from like being an employee yeah. and just changing your life so dramatically from what it was. You know, I could probably say about the same time, 2010, around there, my my whole life just changed around. And this new path opened up that I never thought it would, but still some days I'm still that dude. Yeah. Pre 2010, 2009 before Downstar. And it's like that internal battle that you're having, you know, on the outside, you're a different person. You're going to the gym, you got your own businesses, but there's always that one thing that'll just come back and like, Hey, remember this, yeah. you know, that little voice in your head. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's hard just to, to quiet down that voice. It, it, sometimes it gets louder and you try to turn on the volume and it's just like, Nope, I'm still here. And yeah. It's rough. Yeah, man. But um, it's good to to be able to realize those opportunities that you have, and then uh, be able to overcome it. You know, um, I remember that that message. I forget what it was that what what we were talking about at that time. I remember, but it it definitely made me think about that. Um, because that I've definitely felt like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Just there's so much going on in your mind and especially for entrepreneurs the people that are just hustling all the time and just, you know, have so many things on, on your mind. I think that we cause more problems for ourselves yeah, than, definitely. than need be, you know, you, I, at least I feel like it sometimes I like it. that I feel like, you know, there's, there's enemies out there. There's people out there that want me to fail there, but I don't even know if there really is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you, you feel like there's somehow there's sabotaging it. Like <laughs> it feels weird, it, but it does always happen. And yeah. If you let it hold it in, if you hold it in for too long, it gets the best of you. Yeah. For some people. That's why I feel like it's really great to just talk about these kind of things, you know, especially where we're from. Um, you know, there's not many people that speak about their feelings, especially men. You yeah. know, when I was growing up and even in my early 20s, that was like. Uh, it was like a weakness. Yeah. Oh, feelings. You're soft. You know. But the way that I think about it now is, it's like, it's, it's more of a strength to be able to talk about these uncomfortable things because you're actually putting yourself out there. Vulnerable. Yeah. More vulnerable. 
And um, then you have people that'll message you afterwards and be like, wow, I never thought about that. Just like you said. Yeah. I never thought that people think like that, but it's true, man. It's true. You know, everything that you're going through, every problem, every struggle that you've had, somebody else has had it, but you wouldn't know unless you speak about it. Yeah. Like there's a couple times where, because I listened to Andy Frisella's podcast and Mm -hmm. He talks about it. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, if this guy went through that too? Like, you know, I thought it was just me. Yeah. I think nobody else is dealing with... Because when you're going through it, like, you feel like you're the only one that feels like that. Because you look around and you don't see... Or other people aren't expressing it. So it's like, well, maybe nobody else is just me, dude. Like, I just have this weakness in my head and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, because there is other people that are dealing with it. They're just not talking about it. And... I don't know. It feels good. Not feels good, but it, it's a relief to let it out. Yeah. And be able to, hey, bro, you know, because other people will relate. Like, yeah, man, I'm thinking that same thing. Like, oh, they're like, I just didn't talk. You know, I, I didn't think, you know, anything of it. But it really is like just something that we all have to deal with. Yeah. You know, uh, bringing up Andy Frisella, that's a great point because maybe that's what's helped me open up as well. You know, seeing somebody as successful as he is. And then to listen to his mindset, but I can relate to his mindset so much. Yeah. And just to see that he still has that same mindset when he's, you know, 100 millionaire or whatever. It's uh, it's very motivating yeah. to understand that somebody who has the same mentality, you know, that you guys parallel on so many ideas that they've been able to succeed past, you know, even my wildest expectations yet still be that same kind of person and the only difference between he and i is that he's just went further and further and further and just kept betting and betting and betting yeah and um yeah it definitely shows me that there's there's a real lane for it that there's a possibility that we could get there one day definitely and there's been a few times where like i've just been so stressed and so much anxiety and things are going on with the business that like I was legit just like, I'm over this, dude. I don't want to fucking deal with all this shit. Like, yeah. it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. Like, I didn't think it was going to be like this, but then there's days where I love it. And, you know, there's very, there's more days than more days, good than bad. Mm-hmm. But there is, there was for, especially before there was a little point in time where I was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, and it, it got to me and just worked past it. And, but try to play that battle in the head all the time. Like, Especially seeing someone like Andy, you know, mm-hmm. if he went through all that and he just powered through it and look at him successful as shit. Yeah. All this and still talking about it, trying to help other people out. Like, yeah, that's good. You know, speaking of helping people, man, I, I really find a lot of value in that even more than, you know, financial value. Yeah. You know, I love being able to, to talk to somebody and just throw around different ideas. And, and if those whatever we talked about on the podcast helps out somebody and we get these messages weekly of people telling us how the podcast you know a different perspective help them you know think about things in a different way or whatever i think that that's we need way more of that than we do on social media of people just showing like their perfect life yeah on things you know if i look at somebody's instagram or their social media or whatever and everything is just like perfect Uh, I can't fuck with that because I know that life isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. I know everything isn't perfect. If you're not sprinkling in a little struggles or anything like that, you're not showing me 
the full story and i i just don't want to be part of it yeah especially with social media that's all you see is like it's just the highlight reel for people mm-hmm. you know they just show the positive and i mean granted because that's people want to focus on you know but there is negative stuff and a lot of people that like i'm not a fan of social media because of that like because it's all just like people kind of like showing nothing but positive oh look at what i got but then you know that person in real life and it's <laughs> just like it's not what it's like bro. yeah yeah You're yeah a whole different person like it's <sighs> It's kind of weird. That's why I'm not. Social media is just something mm-hmm. like it's a good thing for us, but I also think it's really bad. Like, oh yeah, because especially now, like all the negative you see all over the internet. When we were kids, we were growing up, we didn't see that. Mm. We didn't know like all this bullshit was going on. It was just all right. Well, I'm gonna go have fun with my friends outside. Yeah, not like check social media. There's a fucking this going on and that and shit's going to you know all yeah in other places yeah definitely man um i've had a i've had a dial back for sure you know there was probably uh last month and you know even months before that that i was really on to you know highlighting things that are going on in the world yeah which i feel that other people would benefit from knowing about but then I have to look at things like, yo, I'm not the savior of the world, man. Yeah. You know, it's not my job. It's not my job to argue with these people and to point out things and to, to say like, yo, look over here, look what's going on. If I can't even affect those people, you know, I need to focus on the people that I can affect personally. Yeah. You know, the relationships I have personally and, you know, help help people in a positive way, help them think about things differently and help them, you know, further themselves rather than worry about the problems of the world like there's never when is there ever not problems in your life exactly now multiply that times you know millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people you think you're gonna solve that nope as hard as it is for you to think about that try thinking about actually that being your job you know and i'm not shooting any bail at you know trump or any other president that's been around but for us to just think about like yo one person is gonna save everything it's not gonna happen, man. Only person that's gonna save you is, is you. you. <laughs> and that's that's one of the things that like I see is like a lot of people think, oh, their environment like because of so such and such thing going on, it has to do with their life. But no, your life is what you make out of it. If things are shit and you just keep looking at it like shit, it's gonna be shit. Yeah. But if you look for the positive and you work on the good, things are gonna be you know yeah a lot better. definitely just take it back to uh just just say war you know when we were at war both sides there had to be some positives in both sides there had to be somebody who's just like having a good day making the best out of whatever situation they're in you know so no matter i say that to say this no matter what the situation is that you're in there's still something yeah. to be able to make a positive out of it definitely because if not then you know it that's not how things go yeah man. there's always there's day and there's night there's always some light at the end of it yeah no definitely um and it's just perspective too if you have that kind of perspective you could win in any atmosphere no matter what's going on yeah and that's kind of what i i'm doing you know i'm just thinking about what the rest of the year is gonna bring what are the years to come gonna bring and it's like whatever dude just let me know what the cards are and i'm gonna make a royal flush yeah, you know <laughs> exactly you might have dealt me a shitty hand but watch this yeah hell yeah so let's get to that man um the business is successful yes how do you feel about it feel good 
um, now a lot better. Things are starting to pick up and getting now I got a better outlook on things Mm -hmm. for a little bit. I was gray. Now like, okay, it was just a bump in the road. It was just something that needed to go through. I think Yeah. you to push past it to Mm -hmm. see how bad you really want this. Yeah. Cause if if I didn't really want it, I could have just tapped out and go and got a job. Yeah. But I didn't do that. I straight down with it. And now things are picking back up more and more people are starting to get messaging me get on and i'm a lot a lot better now good shit like positive a lot more positive yeah so awesome that's that's awesome man i i love to see it growing you know uh we just got a our a new employee here rc and uh he saw me with the meal preps and then he wanted to jump on that too and uh yeah he's been on for a few weeks now too yeah yeah shout out to rc what about uh is prep still doing it uh yeah preps um not all the time but he's a couple times a month here and there just probably as he needs it you know yeah you gotta have more fish meals. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this fucking fish man, dude. Yeah, dude. Shit, I gotta actually call him back. I, f- I forgot I need to <laughs> hit him back. Shout out to Prep. Yeah. Every but, time I have the tuna on there, he's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So let's talk about that, man. How do you decide what meals that you're gonna make? That's like one of my more stressful things because I don't wanna have the same stuff on the menu all the time. Yeah. So it's kinda like that's the i need to you know i I lay it all out and this week this week this week that and it's it's just pretty much now it's what i want like all right or i ask people questions like would you would you guys like yeah if i see that they like a certain thing i'll kind of make something towards that gotcha but the menu planning is kind of rough because there's five meal options on thursday with a breakfast and then the parfait so there's seven really items that i have to create you know and then on wednesday there's six more so it's like there's 15 16 meals that i gotta come up with every two weeks Mm -hmm. which i mean it's not a lot but it's a little stressful it's like because i don't want to have people eating the same thing all the time you know i don't want it to be super repetitive yeah so that's the hard part but now it's just i kind of go for a while i was going off my diet and people Mm -hmm. were like hey bro I want to have more carbs. You know, yeah. I don't have carbs in your meals and this and that. I'm like, okay, well, I need to do it for everybody. Like, because I found it just not that I wanted to. I would just be writing down menus and I'm like, oh, yeah, that, 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 that. And then later on, they're like, hey, bro, this is like too lean. There's, yeah. It's more keto got than, you, than anything got else. You. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's right. Like, I got to make this for everybody. But I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Yeah, one of the um my favorite meals that you've done was the uh shepherd's pie. Oh, bro. I haven't done that one in a while. I know. It's been, I've been waiting, Good. dude. All right. Every week I'm looking for the text. Write but that uh down. for sure uh Ashley and I we both love that one right there. Yeah. It's it's like a real hearty meal. Yeah. You definitely. know, with the mashed potatoes and the yeah. meat and stuff. And I remember I put that one on cuz it was St. Patrick's Day was coming up. Oh. So I'm like, I'll throw that one on the menu. Got you. No, it was good, dude. Okay. You know, sometimes I'll have meals like that where I would have never even had it. You know, I, I don't know anybody that would even make that. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know what it was, but I seen it. I'm like, ah, let's try this out. It was fucking bomb, Sick. bro. Thank you, man. Very, very good. Yeah. I throw some stuff on there sometimes like uh, Mexican food because mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of people that are ordered that order from me, they're not Mexican or they don't really eat too much of Mexican Got food. you. Got so, you. Or they do, but they, they wouldn't expect it in a meal prep. And so I make it and they're like, hey, dude, can you do that again? Can you do that? I'm like, I just had it on. 
They're like, well, yeah, but again, I'm like, oh, not everybody wants to eat it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll throw it off for you. Yeah. One time I was at a, a house party and um, they would play the slow jam Always and Forever. And there was a girl <laughs> that I wanted to dance with. And that's like a long song. So, uh, like an hour later, I, I asked them, hey, can you play that song? I'm like, fool, we already played that shit. <laughs> One more time. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to dance with this girl. She said no anyways. <laughs> Shout out to her, though. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shepherd's Pie. Fucking yeah, bomb. Shepherd's Pie. Um, there's also that other one. Um, forget what you called it. Like pepper pepper with the noodles and the, the oh, beef. Oh, the sausage and pepper. Wait. The sausage and peppers or the peppered beef? Peppered beef. Yeah. Ooh, that one was good, too. That it was one, like Mongolian yeah. kind of dish. Exactly. Like a sweet kind of beef with all yeah. the peppers. Yeah. That was good, it dude. Was um, you, with man. With broccoli in that as yeah. well. Yeah. We, lo- we love them, man. We're always talking about the meals here. Um, so what, do you ever get the idea of like, yo, I just want to make this and then just test it out? I, I've done that a couple times. Like, oh, I just want to make this. But then... I'm really like critical of, or I overthink of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like I'll make it. I'm like, ah, I don't like it. But then people are like, bro, that was bomb. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to put on the menu again. Cause yeah, they liked it, but I didn't. So it's like, mm. I don't feel like I put out the best version of it. So I don't feel like putting it on the menu. Do you not like the, the presentation, the I taste that, or the presentation? Yeah. Cause the flavor's usually there. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm super picky on the way things look on the plate. Mm-hmm. Cause you eat with your eyes first. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah, end yeah. of the day, when you open that container, if it doesn't look good, it's more than likely not going to taste good. Yeah. Your brain's in control of a lot of things. So I try to make it look as nice as possible. There's some meals that I've done a few times, but haven't done them because it didn't look right or it didn't. It just looked like slop on a plate. Yeah. And that's not what I want. Like people are like, oh, it's really good. Yeah, but it looks like crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you have a, like a, a council or, or people that you trust their opinion that you'll make a new dish and you'll give it to them um, for feedback. There is a couple friends, more family. Like I'll make it, I'll make it for dinner one night. Like I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'll make it for dinner. Like, oh, that's good. And then I'll give like the leftovers, or I'll make a couple plates for my friends to try it out. But it's usually just uh, I kind of make the okay. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. Like there's not too much of a council. I wish I did more of that. Yeah. But I don't. I need to. Yeah. No, I get what you mean, dude. And I feel the same sometimes that there's certain things that I don't want to do or that I don't want to uh, sell or whatever just because it's my own personal preference. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, you have to realize that your taste is not the same as everybody else's. And you could be just shooting your foot, yourself in the foot. Yeah. You know? Remind me of like that Joe Dirt. Well, snakes and sparklers are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Dierte, bro, yeah. he's a he's a wise one before his time, man. Yep. I love it. So speaking of family, dude, every time we go over there, you got some uh, helpers. Tell me about them. Yeah, uh, my mom and my cousin. They're usually uh, Leslie. They're usually the ones that are there when I'm running deliveries. Um, they're always holding down the fort. Yeah, um, getting everybody's orders. So now it's it. Well, the whole group's all family. So mom's cousin. I have two cousins that help me. Okay, and as well as my dad. Got you. So, oh, you know, pretty much a family business. I love it. Yeah. So, Downtime with Downstar would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics. 
Rywire has been around since 2005, supplying you with solutions for all of your motorsport electronics needs. Whether you need a simple ECU adapter, engine harness, chassis harness, or PDM setup, they can get you taken care of. Offering products for most popular engine platforms from Honda, Toyota, Nissan, GM, hey, even Lamborghini. And if you have any private label needs, they can also take care of that as well. Rywire is the leader in motorsport electronics in our community, and we're excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downstar family. Please, please make sure you guys support Rywire. You guys could check them out at rywire.com or on Instagram at rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics. I know it's long, guys. If you just search Rywire, it will pop up. And if you're searching, make sure you search them on YouTube and you can check out their YouTube channel where they are working on their new EV S2000 build. We're super excited for that. And we're super excited for Rywire to be part of the Downtime with Downstar family. So please, guys, make sure you go show Rywire some love and tell them that Downtime with Downstar sent you. Once again, that's rywire.com. It's good. Yeah. Um, so when you're uh, when you're cooking, how does that day actually look? So say you're preparing for the Sunday, which is the order for Thursday. You place it on Thursday. Tell me what it looks like from Thursday to Sunday. So Thursday, I'll take orders till 9, 10. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people send their orders like at midnight and yeah. I'm like, dude, I always get that. O'clock. I always get like that third text. Like, Hey, uh, do you still need, it? I'm like, Oh shit. I forgot. Yeah. It goes like that sometimes. But um, <laughs> Yeah. I'll take orders Thursday and I'll stay up all night. Um, getting my numbers, totals of weight, like pounds of chicken that I need pounds of steak, pounds of broccoli. Fuck that. So my night will be just that. Uh-huh. Um, and then Friday morning, I'll go shopping um, for all the produce, all the meat, put orders for stuff that I need to pick up the next day, um, and then get home that Friday and marinate, make mm-hmm. my seasonings. That way, Saturday and Sunday, I'm good to go. So then Saturday, we'll wake up and start prepping all the veggies, cleaning them, washing, cutting, you know, mm-hmm. mincing, chopping everything up prepping um sauces getting as much stuff done saturday so that way on sunday it's just cooked to pot so sunday's cook day sunday's cook day there is some stuff that i cook on saturdays like if i smoke stuff or like if i'm making like the chile corda like stuff like that Mm. that i need to make Mm -hmm. a little bit before Mm. i'll do that but usually the the biggest cook day is going to be sunday gotcha same day that we play same day that so it's like it's a oh, bit of a process shit, you're right it all goes out and that's why people are like hey what time like our food's ready yet like uh, i usually you know it's usually seven o'clock i'll try to get it done as early as i can but so it takes the whole day like saturday's usually a half day mm-hmm. saturday we're at it for like i want to say five hours mm-hmm. so just to prep up for as much on sunday sundays sundays we start at 8 a.m and we're finished plating and everything by around six. And then we have an hour to prep everything, get all the, you know, orders ready. And then people come at seven and pick up from seven to nine um, is pickups and deliveries. So usually with big orders, I'll be delivering. Now I have my cousin that helps me with that. Gotcha. 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 But um, usually I'll be delivering and I'm usually not back home until almost 10 o'clock at night. And then. When you get back, it's like, let's check all the meals, make sure we have 
and we have everything for everybody else's order to make sure we didn't give someone the wrong meal yeah, wrong mistake yeah, yeah. so then we'll stay up for another hour or so doing that so it's a long day 8 a.m to 10 11 p.m so when is the day that you actually get to just exhale is it sunday night um sunday night after everything okay but then there is days where i'm short like or somebody's order came in and i didn't see it Mm. and they're there to pick up and i'm just like oh oh shit so luckily you know i have it all stacked in so i can grab it yeah and make their order but then that means tomorrow i gotta go to the store buy meat and make the meals to replace that ah so like there is days where like teriyaki for example <laughs> yeah. um people ordered 140 teriyaki <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> i made 140 of that plate <laughs> so if i i made a hundred you know, let's say that's how many was ordered 140 but i only end up making 130 that means Monday morning, I got to go to the store and buy thighs and marinate and cook it so that I can make those 10 meals that I'm short. Wow. So there is days that if I do my math right, because I've been fucking up numbers, bro. Like I can write 34 and I'll th- read it as 43. Ah, got and you. So, or I mean, I'll write down 43 and I'll read it as 34. Got so you. I'll be short a shit ton of plates. Yeah. And I've done that plenty of times. So sometimes... Sunday I get to breathe sometimes not yeah but usually Monday by Monday morning I know like Mondays I would say my day off yeah it's not really because I'm still taking orders and I'm still working yeah but luckily you know my mom helps me with that um so yeah your mom's employee, awesome man employee number one I love it dude yeah. has that um that uh strengthened your guys's relationship together I think so it has um I mean I've always had a good relationship because kind of a mom's boy yeah so I've always had a good relationship with my mom. Now it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. There's days where it's rough because it's like, I mean, mom's mom, but like, yeah. you're helping me with my work. So yeah. it needs to be like this. Yeah. And it, it's stressful because like, you don't want to tell her nothing because it's your mom. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, hey, pay attention. <laughs> that brings me to my next point, man. What's it like working with family? It's And before you say anything, I fired my sister like four times already. So. <laughs> okay <laughs> shout out to your family dude nothing Definitely. personal <laughs> yeah no it's it's stressful um it, it it's a lot of help yeah but it's also a lot of stress because they know you personally yeah so n- they'll do things different than a regular employee would you know or they'll treat you differently than a regular yeah employee would. and it's a little stressful but you know what it just working it, it helps me learn how to be a boss for the next for someone that i don't know you know yeah it's more practice i see it yeah definitely man you know it it would be a dream to just work with all family but it's hard for family to let go of the idea of who you are to them yeah and to to actually switch that off and then switch on okay i'm helping my son or my cousin or whatever get to their goal closer you know um so they should be the person that takes more stress off of you rather yeah. than to give you stress. Like, Definitely. were you tripping? I'm 15 minutes late. It's not a big of a deal. No one's here. It's like, it's not about that, dude. Yeah. You know, when we get here, this is time to get shit done. And you're fucking with me and you know how hard I've worked for this, yeah. you know? But then I do get what you mean is that you have to learn, as a boss, you have to learn how to talk to each employee for their different personalities, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a talk that I had with um, 
with uh, RC not long ago is like, you know, some of the things that I were saying was contradicting what I wanted him to do at another time. And I'm like, you know what? Look, dude, I need, that's my bad. I need to learn how you work to figure you out. So this is what I'm doing. I'm yeah. trying to see what you like, what you don't like, the way you like to get talked to, the way you don't like to get talked to. I'm trying to figure all this out Definitely. because I know that I can't just come in with a blanket statement like, and hold everybody accountable the same kind of way. Yeah. The way that I talk to Alex is totally different than the way that I'll talk to RC, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the, that's the, the weight that comes with being the boss yeah. is that you have to make sure that you're not talking to your cousin a certain way because you're older than her or whatever it is. You know, and that's that's the hard thing where you kind of got to keep yourself on check. Yeah. Sometimes it, I I try to catch myself because I'm like, it's my cousin, mm -hmm. my little cousin. So I feel like, oh, I'm the bigger cousin. So listen. But then there's times where it's like, ah, no, because that's not how they learn. That's not how she learns. Yeah. You know, definitely, man. Um, you know, I was listening to a podcast that brings me to something else, you know, about like uh, uh, teaching people and. um you know, trying to get your message across. And I was listening to um, The Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. Yeah. And they were talking about, like, uh, disciplining your kids, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I know especially for us being in, uh, Hispanic, it's kind of in our blood that that's what you do, how you discipline your yeah. kids. You know, it's kind of like even a joke, you know, like when you get around your boys, like who had it worse? Shit, I used to get hit with a chunkla. Yeah. Shit, I used to get hit. You know, and I think about it like nowadays, bro, I could never picture hitting my son. Definitely. Ever, bro, ever. If I can't teach him a certain way, if I don't have the, the ability to make him understand, no matter what age he is, if yeah. I can't make him understand that that wasn't a right thing to do and why that wasn't right to do, like I can't result to harming him. Yeah, because they're not gonna learn. They're not gonna learn. They're just gonna be afraid of you. Yeah, you know. And it was just very interesting subject. You know, I wanted to actually even in post this on social media. You know, on Facebook just to to talk about it. But then I'm like, you know what? This isn't the can of worms to even open. Yeah, because you know, people they were raised that certain way, and um me saying something like that to them could be me disrespecting their parents or yeah. their family you know but that just goes goes back to being a leader you know because as a parent you are the leader you're the boss of your team yeah. of your child and if that's the way that you discipline them when they do something wrong i'm like is five years old how how are they gonna know yeah not to do exactly. those things so it, it kind of makes you think about things differently and then you take that and you imply that to your employees like i don't want to go out there and be like why aren't these orders done you're fired or whatever yeah. like they're not gonna learn from that they're just gonna hate you yeah like, fuck this guy yeah but it's a it's definitely a struggle being yeah. being the leader you know big struggle and learning you know how to talk you know what to say sometimes it's, it's my because at the end of the time like it's all being the business owner or the guy it's your and everything is you mm -hmm. right so there's times where it's like it's their mess up and i'm just like oh yeah because like, you 
nobody else is gonna know that it was them. Everybody <laughs> else is gonna know it yeah. was Star's power plate. So it'd be like it was you that messed up. But you yeah, know, that's that's the thing that I'm working on is just trying to when things mess up, you know, because at the ultimately it's gonna be my fault. Yeah, I just not blowing up on them. Like all right, just well there's power in that too there's power in accountability yeah you know um i feel like anytime that there's uh, an issue and you learn from that it's you know as as cliche as it is the l is like a lesson and i want to have as many lessons as i can possible so if one of the guys sent something out wrong instead of me attacking them like yo why'd you do this wrong when at the end of the day i know what it was maybe it was just a mistake you know I look at it like, yo, know, what could I do better to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore? Yeah. And then if you approach it that way, then maybe you can you can actually see something, an opportunity that you never even seen before. You know, what and whether it's like in your position, you know, all right, this plate didn't go right, what ended up happening? And then, you know, they say, Oh, well, you know, once you get all the anger out of everything and you're just like, yo, we need to fix this problem, what was the problem from your end? Yeah. Well, you know, this number looks differently. I thought it was this much. Okay, that's my bad. So now you have the power in that to when you're writing the numbers, instead of making a line, you're doing the like capital one, yeah. <laughs> you know, to make sure Definitely. that 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 problem doesn't come up anymore. Yeah. Cuz you know yeah, it's, rough, it's a it, it definitely is, man. But you're killing it, bro. Thank you. I love it, dude. I'm trying, man. I, I love to see you succeeding. Thank you. It's I love it, you know? Yeah. I never thought it would be anything. I mean, it's still getting going, but I never thought that I would even be as far as I am right now. Yeah. Never in my life. So right now, what do you feel like your biggest opportunities are in order to grow um, to the next level of whatever you foresee it being? Getting into my location. Okay. Because um, I feel like where I'm at now, I can. Mm-hmm. I'm already like at the cap of yeah. the amount of food that I can put out from that location and holding it too like I'm, I'm kind of at my max capacity so I feel like I need to get into a big location and do things on a bigger like because my business keeps growing mm-hmm. but I'm kind of keeping it at like a choke right now like yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it capped gotcha. where if I let that cap go it can keep going it's just I'm trying to slow it down but I need to not do that I need to just you know let it go yeah and get the space so that i can keep growing good but there's times where i'm like negative not negative about it but just thinking like oh man i don't know if i can handle a location like that or yeah. a bigger space like that i don't know if you know if we're gonna go into another pandemic and no one's in order again like now a lot of that stuff plays in my head One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives. It is important to go with a clutch that you know that you can count on. That's why many people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch offers OEM replacements all the way to 1200 plus horsepower that can be found everywhere from streetcars, drag cars, and even formula drift vehicles. 
Mission Clutch makes all their kits here in the USA with materials sourced locally in Los Angeles. Not only is Action Clutch made in the USA, they have also made a strong focus this year to give back a percentage of sales back to the community during these hard times, providing impacted families with groceries and other necessities. Contact Action Clutch today with whatever you need and you will receive the family treatment. You can find their product line at actionclutch.com. If you don't see what you need, please feel free to call them at 323-269-6051. You can also DM them on Instagram at actionclutch or email them at sales at actionclutch.com. If you need help choosing a kit, Action Clutch can get you set up with the right kit for your build. Got you. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'll... I was just having to talk with the guys outside and uh, we were just talking about RC was coming up with some idea, you know, and then just naturally as we all do putting roadblocks in front of ourselves Mm -hmm. without even realizing it. And if you don't have these conversations with people and you just have this conversation in your head, that roadblock is going to become an actual roadblock where you can't even move past that because that is something in your head that is physically there and it's not going to go. But once you talk about it and then you get the perspective from somebody else, you're like, oh shit, that roadblock doesn't even exist anymore. You know? Um, And you know how it is to run the business. You've seen how how it grows. And then when you put more money into, you know, say different ingredients, bigger refrigerators or whatever, have you seen all of those things, uh, be worth the investment that oh, you put in? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when the first time that I got one of my bigger fridges, I was like, ah, I don't even know I'll be able to fill this thing. And then I filled it up and I needed another one. Yeah. And I filled it up. And then you came in the other day, you're like, you're going to need a third one now, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> so, you know, there's, I just have to look at that. Like, yeah, things are, things are growing. If, yeah. If you don't give your, yourself the space to grow, you're not going to grow. So if I'm trying to hold myself back and limit it, I'm just I'm that's as big as it's gonna get. But if I push past it and I, you know, have goals of bigger things like that, it'll get there. Yeah. You know. And that's what I'm trying to just like I heard or well, I never mind, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, dude, you just gotta keep feeding it, man, and it'll it'll keep growing. So let let's paint the picture, dude. You get your facility, what's it gonna look like? Um so it's mo it all bo- it's mostly all kitchen. Okay. So I just kind of want like a, uh, it's gonna be pretty much a commercial kitchen with a little space in the front for people to grab their meals and yeah, microwave heated up. That's but mostly all kitchen because that's the majority of it. Mm-hmm. You know, realistically, people just come and they grab their food and they leave. Yeah. That's how it goes right now. So I want to have um a big enough space to be able to put out all the meals that we're putting out right now, um we're doing in batches of 50, 40 right now. I know I can do it in batches of a hundred, mm-hmm. you know, it just, the space that we have to work with is limited. So I want to get that bigger space so that we can put that, that more, yeah, that much more, but, um, yeah, just private kitchen. Um, you know, my grills hood, I've there's, I haven't thought too much about it mm-hmm. and I kind of bummed myself out on that. Cause I was listening to Andy last time and he was talking like when he visualizes something, he's like, he visualizes it to the T mm-hmm. and I haven't done that. You mm-hmm. know, I haven't, I don't know if it's just doubt in my head or what, but mm-hmm. like he talks about when he f- 
figured out or like envisioned his first jet. Yeah. Like the wood here and how this yeah, is yeah, be. yeah. And I haven't done that and I need to. And I've it's something that I've I've heard people talk about and you know, things don't happen if you don't speak about it. Not, yeah. You gotta speak it into existence. And I think I just haven't let that full image out. Like I've drawn it out kind of what I want, but not in full detail. So sometimes I'm still like, I don't even know what I want. Like Yeah. I just need this. Well, that's what I'm saying right now. So we come back to this podcast oh, when yeah, you get definitely. your facilities here. And I was, the, that's the thing that I was looking for a location, um, March and April. Uh-huh. And then all this happened or in the beginning of March, I was starting to look for places and then all this happened and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So put it on hold. So now I'm starting to look at places again, but now it's, I don't know. Like there's, a, there's a lot of places that are up for yeah. space but then there's also a lot like kitchens that people don't want let kitchens go yeah so i'm trying to look into it hopefully by the next before the end of the year yeah something going you know you should just do the uh oxner mentality which is usually a bad thing but in this circumstance it'll be good just fuck it fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. definitely <laughs> yep. fuck it bro fuck just it. do it and figure it out later exactly that's, that's it that's that's what i think i have to do because i've just been overthinking it like I heard you talking about that on uh, with Rico, the mm-hmm. podcast you were on. Like people were just stuck on the name. I remember for the longest, mm-hmm. I didn't do my my stuff because for the longest, I'm like, well, what's the name? What's the name? What's yeah. the name? It's like, dude, fuck the name. Just put the fucking product out. <laughs> yeah. And people are going to buy it and then make the name. Yeah. And that's one of the things. That's that's good way to think about it. You just got to fucking do it. Yeah. So many times, dude, I've just overthought things and I just didn't even end up doing them just because I overthought it so much, you know, and then um, you got to talk to people who are like-minded people who are just make shit happen, you know, Mm -hmm. because say if you have this certain doubt and then you talk to somebody who you already know, they don't have the same vision as you do. They're going to just multiply that doubt that you have. Definitely. You know, you That's have to happen. You have to have that group of people who are just like, fuck it, you know, and if you you already know how the business works, you have a product, the product sells. It's a repeat product. People keep coming back and back. It's all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. If you take this risk right now, you open up this place, you spend all of this money. You just have to think it's going to come back because people people are already buying it yeah, as it is, as it is. And that's one of the things that I keep telling myself that I'm trying to reinforce it in myself. Like if you got it where it is now, imagine if you had it a little bit bigger or yeah. more space, you're going to do it. But there is, you know, then you talk to people I've had, I've had, I have talked to people. It's just like, Oh, well, yeah, maybe no, maybe that's too much. Maybe it's too big. But then I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like I nah, need to, yeah. I need that. I need to make that step so I can keep advancing. Cause if you never take any steps forward, you're not going to get nowhere. Yeah. That's, and it's all risk too, man. Yeah. You know, whoever takes the biggest risk, that's the biggest reward exactly. that you're going to get. So, and I understand why people think like that too, because they've never done something that succeeded in their life. Like no disrespect, you know, but it's, it's very rare for somebody to just think like, oh, well, let me just start selling meal prep yeah. and then it turns into something. So how many people do you know that has had that happen? So if you don't, if people haven't been down that path, 
they have no idea to even comprehend what you're trying to to tell them the picture that you're trying to paint for them yeah definitely. you know when you talk to somebody you're like yeah man it's i wanted to go but it's going to be you know 20 30,000 bucks like to them they're like 30,000 dude that's like what i make in a whole year you're going to risk that but they're thinking from their point of view on things exactly you need to th- you need to have people that think about it from your point of view it's like okay right now you're only able to do this this many plates imagine if you got this place you could get so many you could have so many that you could actually hire some other yeah, people outside cut. of yeah. course outside people dude and that's what i've thought about because where i'm at right now is i not i don't do i mean i have to do like the majority of the stuff so because mm-hmm. i'm the i'm the cook i cook most of the stuff you know my, my team helps me with all the prepping and the carbs and the sauces and everything but as far as like on the grill and on that stuff it's me but i would love to be able to not so that i can focus on other things yeah because at the end of the day the recipe if i marinate everything it's still going to be my flavor it's just somebody yeah. else's on the grill cooking. exactly it's the same product so there's just you know that's what i need to get because i want to grow this but then there's times where like i'm i feel like i'm limited like i don't have enough time to do like not reply to everyone's messages sometimes i feel horrible when it goes a couple days and i haven't like oh yeah you reply to this person mm. but i just get so busy that i forget and it, it gets the best of me but yeah yeah I definitely need to grow so that i can keep advancing i can't be stuck in this yeah comfort zone right now yeah definitely and i only tell you this just because i've been going there for you know the six months or whatever and i just see that the the amount of people that are there to pick up it's crazy yeah. every time i go there's at least two or three people and within this 10 minute window yeah from seven to nine so for two hours i come for a 10 minute window and i'm seeing you know at least two or three or four people yeah you know and that's just from the facility that you have right now imagine if it was bigger than that Definitely. you know then you take on um, the branding side of it yeah. too you know maybe get bags that fit those containers perfectly with the logo on it yeah. you know stickers on the plastic containers um you know hashtags things like that you know it's just the the possibilities are endless man definitely and that's one thing that i do because i look at the containers like it just looks like any other meal prep service mm-hmm. my logo's not on it i need to put it on there it's just things little things that i never really noticed but hearing other people say oh yeah you know yeah it makes it it makes it gives you it puts your brand out there versus oh this is just the meal prep service like, yeah there's no name behind it like there's you know, you want people to see the name and know what it is when you see it. Like, yeah. When you see your logo, I know, oh, okay, when I see that down in the star, I know what's up. Like, yeah. I know what that brand is. Yeah. And that's what I want to get to. And it's just bolts. You're giving people life, dude. You know? <laughs> Thank you. Brother. Really? That's what it is, man. And I've, I've talked about this before. When somebody gives me food, even if I don't like that food, I will always eat it just yeah. because I know that, like, they're trying to give me life definitely you know what i mean if i go to a friend's house and they make me something i'm like i don't really eat mayo but they made me the sandwich i'll eat it because for that person to think of me and to think like yo i want to feed this person yeah because i want to make them feel good you know there's so much of a um intimacy in food dude that's why like that's why i kind of it worked because i never did the meal prepping to make money that was never my Oh, I want to do this so I can make some cash. Like, yeah, it was just the passion of mine. I just love to cook, and so that feeling is like I just love. 
I like seeing people's reaction to the food. I like knowing that it can make someone's day a lot less stressful and keeping them healthy. You know, that, like you're saying, that you're giving life to somebody. And I, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. No, you literally are, yeah. dude. Because if you're at your, your worst point, if you're the, the most broke you've ever been, I could give somebody every product we have here and it's not going to change their life. Exactly. Your life, your, your product can definitely be the difference between life and death for somebody. Definitely. Now, speaking about something like that, do you guys uh, ever do any giving back to uh, maybe you have extra plates to, uh, you know, I don't know, places that uh, distribute food or anything like that? Um, I haven't just because usually I make what I need. If I there is times where I have extra and I'll um, call like clients that are bodybuilder, like people that will you put the food to use or family friends that. You know, they don't order because maybe they can't afford it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, I have extra coming through and pick it up. You know, like I'd, I'd rather give it away than let it go to waste. Yeah. Because but usually more, more often than not, like I buy to the T of what I need. That way I don't have any leftover, any scrap. But I have like when donation charity stuff like that, I do. But I haven't like taken food to go give. Got which it. Which is a good idea. Yeah. Think about it. You know, it's food. Yeah. You can just grab it and eat it. Well, the way that I think about it, man, is that, that this is such a niche market that you're in. And um, I'm, I'm sure that you know more people, but I don't know anybody else that does meal prep. So this is a huge opportunity for you to just take over this area yeah. right here, you know. And um, when you get to that position where you can start upload or upgrading how many orders you can actually be putting out, do you can even hit social media hard with that kind of stuff you know hey we're gonna be here we're gonna be giving out meals Definitely. to the needy or something like that you know that would be cool yeah there's that's something that because like when i do do stuff like that i tend to not talk about it yeah i don't like spread the word because i don't know there's times where i feel like i see it on instagram and like i feel like people like just because I think I know the person, yeah. like they're boasting, like, yeah. oh, look at me. Look at me, I but, gave him a buck. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, dog, like, <laughs> nah. But at the same time, like, it is good to be like that, you know, yeah. to help out people, to do what you can where you can. Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean from that point of view. And, you know, I, I give uh to people when I feel like it, you know, when I... I was talking to Ashley about this yesterday as well. Sometimes I'll pass somebody uh, homeless or whatever. I don't know. Just somebody that looks like down on their luck just yeah. at a bus stop. I'll circle around, stop by, you know, just give them a dub or something like that and just wish them uh, a good day. Yeah. And that's something that doesn't require social media posts or anything like that exactly. because I don't know who that person is. I don't know who their family is. I don't know. Like, I don't want to disrespect them and be like, yo, here, here's yeah. this, you know, and then somebody's like, yo, man, I appreciate that, but that's my uncle, you know, or something. Definitely. But then on the other side of things, if you had a certain setup day, if there was a plan that you were going to, to do, do you know, this this area, just in Colonia or something like that, yeah. you know, where the kids play, you know, these kids don't have uh, many, a lot of extra money or yeah. things like that, or, you know, I'm, so I'm going to make pepino cups. 
and go to the park if you guys want to come to the park bring your kids through get some snacks or something yeah, like yeah. that you know that that stuff helps a lot with branding because it shows that you are a member of the community and you are man yeah, i'm sure that a lot of people that use your service are from around yeah. the area pretty well that's what all it really is is all local all oxnard ventura camarillo yeah so that that's a good idea not something that not that i ne- never thought about it just never focused on it yeah you know like there is times where we wanted to do events first for things going on but then we see a lot of other people doing it and it's just like ah fuck, okay maybe it's not gonna help the the people that i want to help yeah i always think about that like i overthink on that too bro so it's kind of hard like to get past the overthinking of it but i do that's a good idea it's just good to toss around those ideas Definitely. with other people. Yeah. I, I do the same thing, man. You know, I'll overthink things. And I've probably stopped so many awesome ideas from happening just because something in my head was like, ah, that's not going to work. Oh, that guy does it too. Ah, it's not going to work. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, there's, you know, 8 billion people on this world and there's nobody like you. Definitely. You're, you're the only one person of you you know nobody else has had the same exact experiences that you've had lived the life that you had so you definitely have something unique to yeah. bring to the table and if your heart's in the right place who knows where everybody else's heart is at exactly. you know the, the the cream always rises to the top man it does you know but i see that business that you have and i see it as as it could be huge and not that it's not at this point yeah. but i mean huge like nationwide you know spreading out you can have a location in downtown la san diego something like that brand it you know as a building just like this you know stars power plates sign up on the top and you actually have it laid out okay so when we need to open a new location we need this much space we need this much stoves this much fridge break it down so it's actually like each location costs 20 grand or whatever it becomes you know, and then you open another place and then open another place. And, uh, you know, I'm saying all these things and I'm kind of saying them to myself. But too, I'm picking know? up on it because that's all stuff that, you know, I need to look at and need yeah. to think about. So it's definitely I'm picking up on that, bro. So. Yeah, it's, it's things that I want to do and I want to take it to the next level. But I mean, at the end of the day, all it is is you need people to be able to help you out yeah. with these dreams to help and, you get to those levels. And then there's also times where like, you need to talk to more people about it because I'll just hold it in like, nah, well, this is just me. Like, nobody else really cares about what I got going on. This is, you know, it's my thing. Yeah. So I don't really talk about it as much as I should. But when I have talked about things before in the past, they flourished. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it makes sense. I yeah. Need to, I need to talk about it a little bit more. I just be holding it in and thinking that I'm going to figure it out one day. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. You can only do so much, man. You're only one person. Yeah. You know, and like I was saying, with all the experiences and everything that you've had, there's obviously people that had different experiences that you've had that can give you a different perspective on things. Yeah, and that's what I like to uh, do as well. You know, that's why I love doing the podcast. I talk to people and we'll throw them around ideas and they'll say something. I'm like, wow, I never even thought about it from that point. Yeah. You know, and that's why I like the podcast. There's so many different viewpoints that people have that makes you makes you think oh yeah man. i'm ready to argue with somebody on the podcast uh, i haven't had that happen yet no, no arguments yet <laughs> no i'll be like fuck you get out of here <laughs> why are you here then <laughs> yeah there's 
<laughs> there's a that that'd be an interesting podcast right there, man. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the most interesting one was uh, just Honda Pro Jason. So we got to have another yeah. one of those. Yeah, I remember I listened to his first one and yeah. then the second one is just like a whole different guy. Different, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Honda Pro Jason, man. Like he's killing it right now, dude. And um, you know, he's been making a lot more memories than he had in That's the past. Cool. And um, just even with that episode, it's just different perspectives that you never even thought about. Yeah. And things that you never even thought about were were an opportunity in your life, but then you put it out there, and you're like, "Oh shit, I didn't even think about it like that. I didn't even think it came off like that." Exactly. You know, in my head, it was coming off a certain way, but from somebody else, it was coming off another way. Yeah. And you know, one of the cool things about that too um, is is that it shows the growth, and it shows that there is opportunities to grow you know especially in this space the podcast as it is right now as big as it is right now it's still a very tight-knit small community yeah which i love you know because everybody understands like yo we're all going through something we're all growing and i guarantee that people heard the second episode they're like you know what that's cool man you know and that's why i like to have people on um multiple times yeah. so you can go back to listen to the first one and you can hear where you were at in january and then fast forward nine months later, Boom. see where you've been at since then. Yeah, that's one thing that I do like is y'all. You, you get to see where people are and where they're going. Yeah, can, especially the people you have on repeat. That's a good thing because you get to see that advancement in their, in their yeah. business and their in their life too. Hell yeah, man! And I really appreciate you always supporting the pod. You're you're one of the guys that always listens to it and always gives me feedback, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, man. I, you know, I started. I'd rather listen to podcasts more than. Because music, it's just, you know, it's a sound. It doesn't really, you don't really learn nothing from it. You mm -hmm. don't really take anything away. With podcasts, you get to take someone's experience and then see what maybe what to do or what not to do or how to use their their experience to better you. Yeah. And that's what I like. You know, every time you have somebody on here, I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I'll get anything. Like, especially at the Honda guys, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I really know. But then you'll talk about like certain situations and I'm just like, oh, shit, good thing I listened. Yeah. Because I never thought about that. Like, yeah. Or there's things, that, events that they're going through that, you know, I the first couple of times I'm like, oh, it's a car guy. It's probably just going to be all cars. And then I listen. I'm just like, oh, it's fucking not. Like, it's not all cars. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's about life. It's about everything else. So those are always, I find some good, some good. Parts yeah. In there. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So what are some of the podcasts on your lineup that you listen to? Um, For me, a lot of them um, right now, it's, well, Andy Frisella, the M, well, Real AF. Real now. AF, yeah. Um, The King and the Sting. Gotcha. Brendan Schaub and Theo Vaughn. Yeah. That's just, it's <laughs> funny, bro. Yeah. I put that on when we're meal prepping and my mom busts up at it. Too. Like, <laughs> she's just laughing. Hell it's yeah. comedy. Um, Then I listened to Theo Vaughn's podcast. Um this past weekend there you go yeah and then i've watched i also watched the one that alex was talking about um bad friends oh okay andrew santino yeah and bobby bobby lee bobby lee yeah 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 and the joe rogan podcast mm -hmm. um what else there's have you seen joe rogan's new um podcast studio i saw a picture that he had on his instagram uh -huh. like looks like some futuristic yeah space show. <laughs> that yeah. thing looks bad man yeah i think yesterday or maybe even the day before he was posting a lot of pictures of the studio finished and the decorations and things oh, going really? into it yeah check it out bro i i love it man that's my ultimate goal 
one day you know i i don't have many goals in life as far as like accolades that i would like to accomplish yeah you know i want the brand to grow and i want the creativity to grow yeah but like trophies you know i always talk about it. lambo's one that's one of my yeah, trophies another is to be on the joe rogan podcast that's definitely that would be that i made it in this space yeah just to be a guest Definitely. on it oh dude I, I can't wait bro his his podcast he has so many good people on there that's that's how I originally got you know one of the first podcasts I ever Same. watched it's just Joe Rogan like what the heck people they're just like recording and talking about okay yeah like, uh, what like it's pretty cool you know you get to learn a lot about people a lot about life the way yeah. people think and see if oh you could take anything away from that yeah, and like you said, dude, when when you listen to the pod and it's a Honda guy, I don't know if I want to listen. Same thing with his. I'll see it and it's like some professors. I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I want to watch this. I'll just put it on and I'm I'm just hooked, you know. Definitely, that's why I like when, especially because like his podcasts are like two three hour episodes. Mm-hmm. So I like when he puts the clips up because yeah, I'll be able to actually watch the episode if I see something that I like. Oh, I gotta watch that exactly. Whole thing. Yeah, that's what we need, man. I need somebody to uh, work with us on the podcast, somebody that understands editing and understands good content. So we send them the episode or they can edit everything and then just each episode come out with like, you know, five or six little, you know, one minute snippet or something like that. But uh, just so people know, you know, get good value out of it. Yeah. Because sometimes people... I've, I've noticed a lot of people can't keep their attention on things for certain long. Like mm-hmm. for me, like two, three hour podcasts, perfect. Yeah. I'm busy. So I'm listening and doing something. But for some people, they don't have those two, three hours. So they want like a little short podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's what uh, we were actually having this debate with uh, the guys from uh, Guncast with uh, with Aki oh, yeah. and, uh, uh, and Vic. And, um, and they were talking about you know if the podcast is too long it would probably be better in like an hour or shorter with like uh certain questions and things and while i do understand that that's like a valuable um platform Mm -hmm. to do to build i just like long form conversations and at this point right now i'm just like man to keep doing the podcast it has to be something that brings me enjoyment exactly and i have to keep doing it where why it's in in while i enjoy it because if i start changing things around okay now we're going to start talking about cars more um that's not that's not the even the reason why i wanted to do podcasts yeah. and the reason i wanted to do podcasting is because i i'm do car stuff all day every day you want to see something else yeah but about. then then there's the other flip of the coin like you were saying like oh, i don't like that meal you know but so many other people like Dude, that meal yeah. so i'm just like what can i do to interest more people in it or do i keep growing it organically or i don't know man sure. but i'm just we, having fun with the process right yeah, now and that's you know that's what i see as those podcasts work like you, if you if it's some you're having fun with it and you're dropping knowledge and people are listening and learning especially like if you have good guests on like i mean not good but like people that talk yeah because there's definitely some, sometimes some guests that it's a yes yeah like, yeah yeah and it's like no talking like bro you don't want to talk about things like you know i'm usually nervous to shit before we, we start this yeah now i'm all right now i'm not nervous yeah like, now we can talk you know but 
the, I like those. Those long form ones are cool. There's there's short ones are good too, you know, because mm-hmm. it especially if it's a, a repeat guest that's been on a couple times, you know, it's okay just to see how they're doing. Catch up with yeah, them and exactly. things like yeah, 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 yeah. So we're still trying to figure out things here, man. But I, I'm excited, dude, and uh, I, I really appreciate your support on it. Yeah, for definitely, sure, man. One of my favorite episodes was the one with Shibi. Oh, really? Yeah, that was one of my I listened to it a couple times. Yeah. I got to go back and listen to that one, man. I've known Alex, you know, since 2009-ish or so, you know, so I've seen his growth. And I understand that what comes with growth of of a company like that. So uh, we were able to have a different conversation than I think that he would be able to have with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's different for somebody just to see the outside and to assume what the business is like. But then for somebody to see where you've actually come from and where you've gone, I knew that that episode was going to be a hit for it sure. Was a good one, especially seeing all that because the video I watched the video, mm-hmm. so you can see all his reactions to things. Yeah, his emotions change. Yeah, and I'm just like, dang, like those. That was a good pod, and I watched the whole thing a bunch of times. Hell yeah, bro! I appreciate <laughs> it was a good that, one, man. man. Everybody listening, send us a, a message on what's your favorite episode. I'm very curious on that. Because I do have uh, my own favorite kind of episodes, but that's usually we'll dive into a subject and that person understands that subject. And, you know, we just keep going deeper and deeper. And one of them uh, was uh, a Calvin Cabilling from, um, oh, okay. from uh, you know, he does work with uh, TJ Hunt. Yeah, I listened to that one. Yeah, and him just being a young guy, but his outlook on life and things and his, his willingness to open up and uh show his emotions and talk about like you know his issues and things that he's working on bro it was he's way past his years in knowledge for sure yeah and he's young that's yeah when i watched him like "Ah, i don't know if i'm gonna take anything away from this Mm -hmm. he's a young kid Mm -hmm. but no he has a lot of experience a lot of things that he's gone through yeah so it was a really good episode i love it and then sometimes you'll have somebody on that you're expecting it's gonna be a hit and it's like ah it's very I don't want to be disrespectful, but very shallow. Like yeah. the things you're talking about are kind of things I already knew. Not shallow in meaning that you only care about certain stupid things or yeah. whatever, but like there's, the, no there's no depth to it at all. The, what what you see is what you get, and what, which is cool. Yeah. But then I like to get those surprises too when you'll sit down with somebody and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't expect that yeah, at all. Like the, the, the jason pod the hunter pro jason one. yeah one exactly but then i also really like the ones that you have with uh with prep and yeah TJ. and ross oh yeah and tj and, too and, oh yeah and you had prep and ross last time yeah tj is a character bro <laughs> like always good pods when you're with him <laughs> shout out to tj make sure you guys hit him up t money 805 on instagram that's my best <laughs> friend dude he's fucking nuts bro uh he we actually gonna are gonna do a podcast very very yeah. soon yeah he wants to jump back in here but i think he wants to do one of the driving ones oh, okay uh, like i was telling you about yesterday Hopefully we went in his new corvette oh <laughs> not yet he's still still too <laughs> pussy go message tj right now and just say yo tj you're a pussy that's it just say that t money 805 he's uh he still hasn't got his corvette and that was like four months ago yeah i remember <laughs> but i love it though dude i love doing those kind of pods it's it's just awesome man that's awesome um thank you for coming bro of course i appreciate it you You know ever since we've been doing business together um i just um i love what i see man i love to see the family atmosphere i love to see the hustle and i love to see those dues paid 
post, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Twice a day putting in that work, you know? You're not that Ivan no more, bro. No. You're not him no more. Can't. Yeah. Got to stay focused and keep grinding. You got it, man. Thank you. Just just know that anything that you put your mind to, you're going to succeed in it. Thank you, man. And, and I look forward to that opening day. Yeah. Hell definitely. yeah. And it's it's a big thing hearing it from yourself because, you you know, you went through all this and you're still, I mean, you're still grinding and still yeah. doing it. Hell yeah. But you're further in your space than you were before. And that's what I look to motivation is like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, Yeah. And the reason I say all this is because I could see it. I could see it. It's time, man. Yeah. This is time. This is time to take it to the next spot. And COVID's hitting right now. Something else could hit next year. Something else could hit the year after. You can't look at those things. You just got to look at your plan, what you got to do. And if something happens later on down the line, hey, I'll figure it out then. Definitely. I'll figure it out, you know. So before we get out of here, there's somebody listening right now in Oxnard that is very interested in getting your services. Can you give us just a small breakdown of how it'll all work out? Yeah. So um, you can look up the social media is on, on Instagram, stars underscore power plates. Um, the way it works is I take orders two times a week. Um, you can start by DMing me and I'll get your information and we'll start that process. Um, I send the menu out two times a week. So on Monday, uh, today, mean Monday, I send the menu off for pickup Wednesday. And then, um, I send a menu out on Thursday for pickup Sunday, um, or delivery to deliver to Oxnard, Ventura and Camarillo. Keep it local. Um, the menu is changes every two weeks. And if there's anything that you see on the menu that's confusing, I'm always a text or a call away. We're always there to help you. It's not just going to be, oh, here's that and figure it out. We're going to be able to help you guys with every step you go through. But, um, yeah, just shoot me a mess, a DM or a text. Um, that information's all on the Instagram. You can go from there and we'll get it going. Um, don't be afraid to respond. I mean, don't be afraid to message. Just ask questions. You're not going to sound stupid. People, you know, oh, I, I don't know if this sounds dumb or not, but no, just yeah. questions, bro. You know, obviously not a lot of people know about the service. So anytime anyone asks a question, they're to help. Nah, I love it, man. Um, And I truly believe in this, guys. You know, there's no sponsorship or anything like that. I just believe in what Ivan's doing and I, I want to support him as much as I can. And it's helping me out. Yeah. You know, that's the best businesses where everybody is getting a, a benefit from it. Exactly. And this is one of those businesses. And, uh, you know, prep from the podcast, he could attest to it. RC can attest to it as well. And I would recommend you guys checking out and, uh, you know, give it a try. Just give it a try for the week. I know it's something different and it's probably something that a lot of people have never done. Like myself, I never seen a, a need for it. But, um, you know, after I tried the plates, after I seen the value of it, I said, dude, I'm not looking back. And there was that one week that you guys didn't do it. I forget it was a holiday, 4th of July yeah. or something. I, I gained 13 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> i just ate like shit yeah and for the people that are local and listening um there's no limits there's no you know there's no minimum that you have to order if you want to just order one meal and try it out see if it is something that you're gonna like or if it works for you you can order that one oh meal. shit really yeah you, so there's no there's cause i do have package the packages on there they offer you a better bang for your buck got you so um but like if somebody just wants to order I have a lot of people that just order five meals. So one lunch every day. Yeah. So it's leave it open to it's a service that you need, you know, and I'm there to fill it. So there's no maximum. There's no minimum. 
if you want to just try it out with one plate and see how it goes you can do that and then order you know that way you don't have to order a big package yeah and, oh, i'm done like i'm screwed i'm not gonna eat all this food yeah you know, because uh, for some people the plates are too much for some people they're too little so it's a base model that i go off of but you know it will we'll make it work for whatever you need to do yeah fuck yeah bro i love it man Ivan, thank you so much for being here, bro. Thank I you really for appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Make sure you guys check him out at uh, stars underscore power plates. Yes, sir. I'll have it listed below. And a uh, huge thank you for you for coming out. I know you only get a little bit of time off during the week. Yeah. Glad you spend it here, bro. Definitely. definitely. Uh, shout out to your mom, too, and your yeah. cousin. Always very, very cool, me. man. Hard workers, and I love it. Very hard. Um, I want to send a huge shout out to our sponsors, uh, heel to automotive been around since 2002, supplying you guys with all your Honda parts. Make sure you guys check them out at heel auto.com or on Instagram at heel automotive. Uh, if you listen to the commercial, you know how to get hooked up from them. And then uh, shout out to our two newest sponsors, Rywire Motorsport yes. Electronics. Super excited to have Rywire on. Speaking of Rywire, we just did a driving podcast. I saw that on your it's Instagram. sick, dude. I'm it so excited. Uh, I just got to go edit it right now. Okay, so I'm about nice. to do that, see how it came out. But uh, we might even add that to, to the podcast. That'd be dope. And then you know how on Joe Rogan they have like Fight Companion or yeah. whatever? We're thinking of like Drive Time with Downstar where it's go. a driving one and then call that like episode one or whatever yeah definitely. you know I so like we that. might do that that was fun um but big shout out to rywire you know i've been a, a fan of rywire ever since i've been in the honda community before i even met him um and then now he's just one of my best friends and, and i love that dude man so you make sure you guys check him out in instagram at rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics or at rywire.com and on youtube just search rywire to pop up and our newest sponsor, Action Clutch. Huge shout out to Action yes. Clutch. Um, we actually had Eric on the podcast. I don't know if you ever yeah, listened to I that listened one. To that one. That's the one that got me to stop drinking. Oh, did it? No shit. No, I, I did for a while. Yeah. I was clean for like five, six months of not drinking. That's a good time, then man. Then the pandemic hit and... I yeah kind of started picked it up a little bit dude that's cool i totally forgot we even talked about that yeah. man but yeah he's definitely on a mission to uh to change his life and uh not change it from anything bad but just just working on himself and and i love it man i'm glad that uh to have action clutch part of the team um he actually reached out too really to try to get meals that's dude. All, unfortunately you know i'm only out here bro, yeah but for now for now for now exactly for now i love it man damn that's cool bro we're building our own community yeah, here definitely. man i like that dude huge shout out to action clutch uh make sure you guys check them out at actionclutch.com or on instagram at action clutch all the clutches made in uh los angeles so uh you guys can go check them out um at their location uh, and that's one thing that i want to do go check it out and see how these clutches are built but nice. you know just to have these companies just to believe in yeah. what we're doing is huge when for there was me. No sponsor on here, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited, that. dude. Life is good, bro. Life is good, man. Life is good. All right, guys, we're out of here. Downtime with Downstar, episode 197. We're out. Peace. We're out.